Charm is seduction without sex. Charmers are consummate manipulators, masking their cleverness by creating a mood of pleasure and comfort. Their method is simple. They deflect attention from themselves and focus it on their target. They understand your spirit, feel your pain, adapt to your moods. Welcome back to Femininity After Dark. I am your host, Keandria Belwoos, and tonight we will learn to cast the charmer spell by aiming at people's primary weaknesses, vanity, and self-esteem. The art of charm. What is charming? Well, it is important to remember that the charmer is able to seduce without sex. The charmer is able to become one with their target while boosting their target's ego, helping their target to feel more powerful, to feel more confident, to feel more interesting in the eyes of other people particularly the charmer themselves. It is important to remember that lust is fleeting, but being able to boost someone's ego and provide that type of pleasure by giving your target the attention that they have craved for the entirety of their existence... (laughs) is going to give you an immense amount of power over that individual. Most people have not been given the attention that they have craved. They didn't receive it in childhood or they received it for something negative, something that they weren't proud of. A lot of people in this world feel invisible. And if you take notice of that person and you give them the attention that they have always desired, suddenly you become this beacon of light and you become an addiction for this person. And so we can see how this is much more powerful than using lust because, and I know that most of my audience is female, When you have sex with a man, he's already gotten what he wanted. You've already given him that. His mind is clear after he has sex with a woman. It is the woman who a lot of the time is feeling confused afterward. And I feel like A lot of the time, we as women are tricked into believing that sex and uh, things like that, being overtly 
sexual and seductive is more effective for men, but in reality, it's not. It's really not. And this is not to say that we can't be free and open with our sexuality, but we also have to, in my opinion, when it comes to seduction, we have to be more strategic. We have to be more logical and we have to hold ourselves to a higher standard. We have to ask ourselves, is this target worthy of a sexual experience with me? Because everything with a seducer, a good seducer, is an experience. Are they worthy of that experience with you? Are they ready for that experience with you? Or can you have a little bit more fun with them first? So the charmer is excellent at doing this because they flood their target with attention and just make their target feel like the most handsome or the most beautiful and interesting person that they have met. They don't really speak a lot about themselves. They listen to what their target has to say because we have talked about this before. People love to talk about themselves, what is important to them, who they are, because we're often silenced in a world that tells us we need to play small. We shouldn't talk about ourselves. It's not polite. We shouldn't be confident. And so a lot of our feelings, our wants, our desires are suppressed and they are ignored. We are neglected. And so it's easy to fall for someone who is willing to listen to you. Now, I want you to flip the script. Okay. This is also how you can protect yourself from a charmer. Do not overshare. I say this every episode. Do not overshare. If a person is relentless and they keep asking you questions about yourself and your personal life, you don't have to overshare, but you can make it seem like you're oversharing by simply lying. Yes, I know. So terrible. Oh my God. What did she just say? Lying is bad. I don't care. (laughs) It's also probably bad for this person to try to take advantage of you, but that's what their plans are. And if you know that they're the charmer, you know that that's what they're doing, then what did we talk about the very first episode? We talked about how seduction is equivalent to warfare. And so you should never feel guilty for having one up on your target for being smarter than your opponent. So if you feel like someone is trying to get you to overshare, then just lie. Make shit up because this is going to give them a false lead and protect you from any any seduction that they might be trying to place on you. It's every person for themselves when it comes to seduction. It's either seduce or be seduced. (laughs) And, you know, it's all in good fun. I believe that it's healthy and it's good to be seduced, to allow yourself to be seduced at some times, uh, at some moments. It's thrilling, it's satisfying, but don't just let anybody in like that. You have to really be selective in who you allow 
to charm you, who you allow to seduce you. You have to have the ultimate control over your mind. Do not let anyone else have that amount of access, that level of access to what gets you going, what makes you tick. So keep that in mind. Now, there is still a hint of sexual tension with the charmer. So there's always that that possibility being thrown out there at the target. So it's not like, oh, this person's not interested in me. They're just wanting to talk to me and be friends. I feel friend-zoned. Now you can kind of combine the hot and cold coquette with that and you can you can pull back at times and make them feel like they're friend-zoned and then flood them with attention if you're advanced <laughs> in the game and the art of seduction. But essentially what you're doing is you are hinting that, oh, I kind of want you. I, I just find you so fascinating. I really enjoy being around you and, and really putting that energy out there that you're interested it's not something that you necessarily say out loud. It's a vibe that you give off. And so that's what I want you all to remember. It's not about what you say. It's about your body language. What are you communicating with your body? It's like that song everyone's listening to right now, Chris Brown, Under the Influence. He says, your body speaks to me. Use your body language. Use your eyes. Use your breath. You know, like, how quick are you breathing? How slowly are you breathing? Where are your eyes lingering? How quickly are you moving? Is your head tilted to the side so that they, they get a whiff of those pheromones from the side of your neck? It's, it's everything. Everything matters. Just hint at a possibility of an amazing sexual experience with you, which is a privilege for them. Always know that. <laughs> so how does one become the charmer? We become the charmer by being a source of pleasure for our target. No one wants to be around negativity. No one wants to be around a Debbie Downer, someone who always has some shit going on. Have you ever been around somebody like that? Somebody who no matter what's going on in their life, they find the negative in it. And it's just like, damn, like you can't never just be grateful. Like you mean to tell me nothing good is going on in your life? It's always just some bullshit. Stay away from people like that. Okay. And in order for you to become a source of pleasure for your target, you have to be fun-loving. You have to be lighthearted. And you have to be this escape for your target in order for your strategy to be effective. This will not work if you seem unhappy all the time if you seem like you're always complaining about something because your target has their own problems they don't want to hear about yours if they wanted to hear about 
problems, they would go <laughs> watch the news or they would just sit at home and think about their own problems. You want to be this light in their life. You want to be this breath of fresh air for them. And the only way to do that is to be the opposite of what most people and most places in this world have to offer. Most people are focused on the negative or just the mediocre, and you want to be focused on those brighter sides of life and things that are magnificent. Bring antagonism into harmony. Now, what does that mean? The charmer does not stir up conflict and the charmer does not entertain conflict. They're very calm. They're very, very settled in themselves and they are not easily rattled and provoked by any type of any type of conflict, any type of drama that could be presented to them. And that does have a very charming effect. Someone who is so sure of themselves that they don't feel the need to address every fucked up thing that happens. They don't have to be bothered by that person who said something fucked up to them or who did something fucked up to them. And that doesn't mean you don't stand up for yourself, but you do it in a way that is calm, in a way that is very confident and calculated in a very professional way. You know, you can still read a bitch, but do it in a way that's like not losing your cool. Uh, similar to how Prince in his interviews, he would talk about issues that he had faced in the industry or, you know, he might even throw shade at some people, but he did it in a way that was so calm and so cool that it just, it was, it was charming as fuck. Like, it, I can't even help but like smile as I think about it. Uh, another really good example of someone who doesn't, who doesn't feed into the bullshit and the drama would be Beyonce. Like Beyonce does not speak on shit. She shows everything with her actions because she's so confident in who she is as a woman, as an artist. She knows she's good at what she does and she doesn't allow anyone to take that from her. She doesn't allow anyone to get that type of reaction and energy from her. And so that's something I want us all to practice, being calm and collected because you are a god, you are a goddess, and anybody who's going to try to bring you down you probably already know what I'm going to say if you've been listening to this podcast for a while now. If somebody has to try to bring you down, they're already beneath you. They're already beneath you. They can't meet you at your level. So they want 
you to come down to where they are. Do not give them the satisfaction. Do not allow them to have that type of control over your mood, over your day. Now, there's a time and a place for everything, but I'll leave that up to you. Use your own discernment, okay? Lull your victims into ease and comfort. So you want to lower your target's defenses by leaning into them. What drives them? Who are they? And, you know, adjusting to their moods and taking interests in things that they're interested in, really just becoming a mirror. And we'll talk a little bit more about the mirror later, but becoming a mirror for your target. And you don't even necessarily have to lie a lot of the time when it comes to this. Ask a person about themselves and they'll tell you, oh, I like this and I like that and I used to do this. Pick out in your mind the things that you have in common with them. You both like dogs. You both like this genre of music and focus on those things. Don't bring up the things that set you guys apart. Don't bring up your differences unless you're bringing up your differences by saying, oh, wow, that's really interesting. Can you tell me more? Or, oh, wow, that's really cool. I'm actually going to research that more. I want to know more about that. Honestly, I wouldn't even tell them that you're going to research. I would just surprise them with it because that's going to have more of a, that's going to have more of an impact on your person because it's like, wow, they remember that about me. They actually listen to me. That's different. I like that. So if you're going to bring up any differences, bring up those differences to learn more. Because if they're passionate about it, they can talk about it all day and they'll be happy to do so. They're not going to be annoyed by talking about something that they actually want to talk about. But for the main uh, part of the conversation, for the most part, you want to focus on those things that you have in common. Even if it's just two or three things that you have in common or at least know enough about to where you can you can keep up in the conversation but that shouldn't even be a worry because most of the time you're going to be listening anyway and when you do talk about yourself it's going to be things that you have in common with your person and this is going to lower their defenses and make them a lot easier to seduce because they feel like wow I've met a kindred spirit this person is just like me that's refreshing you know And it helps them to see themselves in a different light as well. It makes them to feel a lot better about who they are as a person. Because you're so amazing. And if you have things in common with them, that means that they must be amazing too. It's important to remember that people are narcissists. I know people are always taken aback when I say that. But yes, everyone in the world is a narcissist. Not everyone has narcissistic personality disorder. I'm not able to diagnose anyone with that. I do not have that qualification, but everyone is indeed a narcissist. That is why we want to be around people who match our personality in one way or another, who have the same interests as us, because we want to be around people who are like ourselves. We are all 
narcissistic to a certain extent. It just is what it is. Okay, we already touched on this a little bit. Show calm and self-possession in the face of adversity. So that is definitely emphasized and talked about a lot here. So make sure you are staying calm as much as possible. Make sure that you're also, this is something I forgot to mention, make sure that you are also playing the role of the good guy. We see this a lot in politics and with celebrities, those celebrities who are always giving to charities and making it known. You know, they have those cameras there for a reason. They want to position themselves in the world as a good person, a person who cares about the issues. And this is one of the easiest ways to to get people to lower their defenses because at that point you seem trustworthy. Oh, this person wouldn't hurt a fly. Look at them feeding all those starving children and visiting the monks and <laughs> whatever the hell. You know what I mean? Like they're doing all these amazing things. There's no way that person could ever have something else up their sleeve. Right? Uh make yourself useful. So if there's a way that you can add to a person's life, you can help them like, oh, I'll, I'll take care of that for you. Acts of service would be the love language here. So really making yourself useful in a person's life until before they know it, they kind of lean on you and they need you a little bit. You know, you can create this sort of codependency with your person. So it's important to remain subtle with this. Don't come on too strong, but definitely enhance the life of your target in subtle ways. Now that's going to depend on your target. If you've done your homework and you've studied them and you know what kind of things they're interested in, where they need more, um, where they need more help, where they're lacking in life then it'll be easy for you to be useful in their life also caution here do not be useful to people who cannot be useful to you remember everything that you do in the game of seduction is supposed to be strategic do not go around being useful and cooking men meals because he doesn't know how to grocery shop or he doesn't know how to cook, so I'm going to be useful in that way. No. You hear how serious I was just then? No. Okay? You are only useful to people who can be useful to you. Do not overexert yourself and be useful in the life of somebody who would not be able to help you if you needed help. Do not do that, okay? Do not allow yourself to be used. That would be the opposite of seduction. That would be you being seduced, okay? We do not want to do that. And I would hope that if you have chosen a target to seduce, you would have chosen somebody who is useful to you in several ways in the first place. Please do not use these tactics on a Dusty. Please don't. I can see it now. 
I feel it in my spirit. Do not use these tactics on a Dusty. I promise you, they are not worth it. <laughs> they are not worth it. You are using so much energy and being so intelligent in your approach to life and getting what you want. Why would you waste all of that on somebody who can't even give you what you want? Now, don't get me wrong. You can probably use this to just get some sex if that's all you want. If that's the level of seduction that you want to stop at, that's fine. I'm not judging that. But remember what I said in the beginning of the episode. Make sure that that person is worthy of a sexual experience with you and do not give it away too easily. They need to work for it. Period. Symbol. The mirror. Your spirit holds a mirror up to others. When they see you, they see themselves, their values, their tastes, even their flaws. Their lifelong love affair with their own image is comfortable and hypnotic. So feed it. No one ever sees what is behind the mirror. So if you are able to match your person's moods, if you are able to adapt to their tastes and their, their values, what they're passionate about, what drives them in life, then it will be easy to seduce them because a lot of people, even a person who seems on the surface like they don't really like much about themselves, deep down, there is narcissism within all of us. Even a person who seems like they have the lowest self-esteem. And so no matter what level of self-esteem they have, it will always be refreshing to meet a person like themselves. Remember I said earlier that you can actually make your person think better of themselves, of themselves because if you're interested in them and you seem really fucking amazing and you guys happen to have these things in common, then that would be an ego boost for them because it's like, well, if they're amazing and we have these things in common, then I must be amazing too. And then you just feed into that. Okay, so remember that if you are the charmer, you are a mirror. Let me know. Do you think you're the charmer? Have you met a charmer? Let me know in our Facebook group, Femininity After dark. Also, if you are a business owner or you know a business owner, you can now promote your business on this podcast. So if you're interested in that, you can shoot me a private message or you can inquire about that in the Facebook group Femininity After Dark. so much for listening in to femininity 
after dark i really appreciate all of you i tell you every single episode but i am truly so grateful for everyone who has listened who has shared who has joined our group who has subscribed you guys are so amazing and i love hearing your stories you can always send me stories anonymously if you don't feel comfortable sharing publicly in in the group that's fine i love to hear your stories i love to learn more about you all and it really helps me to learn more about seduction as well because i'm learning right along with you um we're all at different stages but I love that we can all come together uh, during this podcast, during this time together, and really share in this journey toward being more connected to our God self, our goddess self, or however you choose to identify. And it's so special to me. So I just wanted to thank you guys and wish you guys an amazing day, an amazing night, and go out there and seduce somebody. (laughs) Okay, guys, I will talk to you next week. Bye!